This is Live Review Podcast by Believe TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're doing The Highwaymen by uh, Netflix. Who was the director? John Lee Hancock. <laughs> befitting name. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Very befitting. <laughs> Straight out of the era. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, man. Effing amazing. I'm yeah. not going to care what y'all say. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to say it's probably one of the best, if not the best, Netflix movie I've watched. It's a Netflix original. Yeah, what you're saying. Netflix original. I understand. What you're saying. Is what happened on Monday a Netflix original? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, then this is the second best Netflix original I've seen. Oh. Yeah. See, I was going to say it's close to the same thing. It does not top what happened to Monday, but it was a very good movie. Yeah. I mean, this was a movie that was just a film. Like, I mean, it went back to acting, screens, cinema. Oh, Absolutely loved it. The perspective they do, the characters, the writing. Then, did y'all know this was about? The Bonnie and Clyde going into it because I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, I knew. I, no, I knew what it was about. No. Did I know that they were literally not going to show Bonnie and Clyde until the very end? Dude, I thought that was one Bold. of the best parts. Yeah, I thought that was the best thing like, about it. Was really, one hundred percent to say the movie is about the perspective of the lawmen that were hired to chase Bonnie and Clyde, and so Bonnie and Clyde was never the figure of the movie, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, even when she steps in to blow whoever's head off... Her face is fuzzy. She's f- totally blurred. Yep. Well, yeah, well, you never get a facial shot until her demise. Yeah. You know, and... And I thought that was the, probably the smartest thing that they could have ever done. Yeah, that, to me, it was man, it was epic. Because every other... The, the other three or four movies I know of, there's Bonnie and Clyde, it was about the bad guys. Yes. This is truly about the law side of it. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to call the law side the good guys after we hear all their stories by the end of it, but... <laughs> Well, I get you that, but I mean, still, I mean, that time and that era, you see, what, this is what had to be done to get it done. You know what I mean? But that's the thing, though. That's the reason they were shut down. Right. I mean, they, they were making, yeah, they it were was, making their own rules and were essentially murderers. We always talk about that with even current events. Is like, oh, it was just that era. It was that time. And so you can't blame them. That's just how it was. Like, well, actually, you yeah. can blame them. <laughs> so, yeah, so going to blame Because conscious <laughs> is today what conscious was then. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, but it, it, maybe in the time they felt that was what was necessary. But people think what's necessary differently, you know, across yeah. the map. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, so, but, but I thought this was an extremely good movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, this was a film I didn't know I needed to see until I saw it. And I'll tell you the truth, I was kind of worried because... Costner's not somebody I seek out that I just got to watch. Not for a long time now. Yeah, it's been a while since he's had one you're like, oh gosh. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's good in like hidden figures and stuff like that, but I haven't watched it. So, because it's, it's not something that I like seek out to see. No, he's a person that I never, he doesn't draw me to it, but by, exactly. the, by the time I see the movie, I was like, he crushed it. That's the thing. He's never the hook for me. Yes. It's not like, well, I'm going to watch that because it's Kevin Costner. Never. Because when this came out, I was like, oh, Woody Harrelson's in a movie? I know what I'm about to watch. But that's the thing. You throw Costner and Woody Harrelson in it. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, they don't show you a lot of the little ancillary cast that's in there as well that are, are good actors and yeah. actresses as well. Well, I had no idea Kathy Bates was in it. Nope. You know, she did a good job. I mean, she, what, she on screen for maybe five minutes? 
total and everything and it's mainly just bossing people around and right. doing exactly what she needed uh, to do. The Warden Lee. I love that guy. Barely he's, in it. He's great in all this stuff. Barely in it though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean they saved a lot of money doing things like that, but then also their set pieces, very minimal. Like you'd be out in a field with just things reminding you. You of know that how how long it would have taken to create some of those caravan parts though? Or those like um you know, bad bad areas of the, the town. Oh yeah, the dilapidated areas that are yeah. really suffering. Mm-hmm. The old cars people were living in and stuff. You saw they had made makeshift tents on the backs of them and stuff. Out of them and everything. Fantastic. That was so well done. I mean, and the cars that were used and everything. I mean, like... I mean, that was like a pristine I really, uh, Henry Ford. I have no idea how they found the old rusted out ones. I mean, I feel like you could probably find those in like junkyard pickers or something. They were probably watching but whatever those, those Spike things, TV. But they were still all together. Yes. Like the whole Model T was still there, but it was just... Fully rusted, like I'm sitting in tall grass. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. I mean, it just was like, dude, that's awesome to come across something like that. That's beautiful yard art to me. You know, I think that looks awesome. But it's like to come and find all these things, make everything look era specific. Those people that do that now, but you know, that's a job. Oh, hundred percent. You know, is oh, like yeah. is the continuity. It's like, no, this is how it was. Dirt roads. The everything up, the car chase scenes when they were doing it everything that was coming up yeah and that's stuff. the thing like you you know when you watch modern car chases now and you watch this one you're like wow that's what, that's what a high speed chase was they don't <laughs> show blistering 48 miles an hour they don't show the speedometer yeah. no <laughs> you know because it's like I'm gonna get you 35 <laughs> roasting that thing you know I, you know, I just I, I, I thought it was really well done you know no, I mean, the banter back and forth and everything. I mean, there was a lot of things of just two <laughs> actors sitting there acting and talking and seeing the thoughts going through their head, how they're strategizing, things like that. You don't get that in TV shows and movies nowadays. It's written out. But I think the show almost made a, a real life, like, I don't know, I don't know, like a comparison in the fact that, yeah, let Woody Harrelson do all the talking because yeah. Costner's better at, Weird looks and grunt. mm-hmm. silent grunts and yeah. and like just cutting eyes and stuff like well, here's that. Here's the thing. What I thought is that I'm happy they didn't dump their whole history on you in the beginning. It was like slowly Unfolding. through the movie. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you didn't, you know, these guys have history, but you didn't catch it later. You find out why he's called Poncho later. You find out what they were known for for killing, and you find out all right, no more singing. You know, and then like even the little stuff like. Oh, look at this radio right here. That's aftermarket. That's big money. Da, 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 da. You know, that's why you ruin a man's quiet peace. And da, da, da. I mean, like, it was just everything was in small tidbits that kept you just tantalized. You know what I mean? You needed a bib during this whole thing because the way they were doing so much. And that's what was iconic to me and what the movie was is that so many times they'll give you a here's the past and now let's focus on the future. Instead, it was we got a thing going on right now, but you're going to learn more about these guys as we go, meet new interesting characters, have a new view and perspective on things. And that's what they honed in on and did such a good job with. But my thing, and what maybe lowers the movie a little bit in my mind was the fact that even though they had these two juggernaut actors in the thing, the set, the just the feel, the cinematography, it overshadowed 
even the acting to me. A lot of I was, shots definitely. I was more into just what was on the screen than what I was the dialogue or any of that stuff. Oh, yeah, the authenticness of it all. I, it was just it was gorgeous and dirty and grimy and yeah. it felt like I, the era. That's what it I mean, it just everything was filthy. I mean, it was the same thing like Marco Polo, where a lot of the times the set was the main character on the on the. Screen. Oh yeah, and a lot of times it is nowadays because people understand a little better now mm-hmm. cinematography and what it can yeah. do for you. I mean, we just got done with True Detective. I mean, a lot of that's. There's no dialogue at all. It's just looking at this really cool shot with a sound, or I mean, just the sound or a, and the noise or a lack of making. sound. Yes, you know, and it just it tells us it tells a story of its own. And it's like I was more drawn to everything on the scene because, like you say, with the bib, it's like they're just feeding it to you, man. Oh everything God. from signage to the cars, like you said, the rust, the dust, everything. The, I don't so- feel like they missed. A lick. From the I, fashions of clothes they were wearing, everything. Well, then just like the small details they would give you thrown in there with, you know, sometimes they look like two girls because Clyde's going to be wearing a wig and everything, and he's a smaller person. They kept telling you their body shapes so they could tell you something later. Well, it was nutty when they when they laid the clothes out on the bed, mm-hmm. and you realize how small Clyde was. But then when they shoot him up in the car, they're tiny little people. Mm-hmm. They're well, kids. I mean, they say Bonnie was wasn't even ninety pounds. I mean, they're like they look like little kids, but Bonnie has like a an older woman's face, but teeny little thing, you right. know. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite parts of the whole movie was is um, him going into the gun store. I'll take that. Yeah, I want this. I want that. You know, and like I loved how he had subtle details about each gun. And like how he's listening to the gun and like the whole deal of him shooting goes, damn, I'm getting old. But then when he takes Woody Harrelson out there and he shoots that bar. And you see <laughs> yeah. like him like fold into the ground like, holy God. Woody drops like he's got PTSD or something. Yeah, or something. you have comes to understand on. that that's shooting a 30-06 round at full auto. And if you're not a deer hunter or somebody who knows a lot about guns, a 30-06 shooting, that is a common, probably the most common ammunition for a deer hunting rifle. And it kicks. I mean, it ain't no joke. And so when you're telling me this thing's shooting 20 rounds hot, I mean, that is, yeah. that's... And I mean, he was missing. Like, it kicks it's and everything. It's a four-inch bullet? Yeah. Close. Yeah, something that... Four-inch cartridge and everything? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's unreal. I mean, it's a big round. And when it, you saw them holes that steel sign, it, you know, you need to understand, there wouldn't be much of you left if one of them hit you. But I like they're showing what kind of weapons they're using because they had to put holes through solid steel. Yes. You know, which is also people old cars were, yeah. I mean, they were just made different. Yes, and like knowing that those are made different and a lot tougher, and that they shot through the car to kill Bonnie and Clyde. This is why we always shred anything where somebody hides behind a car. Yeah, it's just not going to work because now they're aluminum. Like I listened to a podcast the other day that was talking about the North Hollywood shootout, and they showed they talked about the the nine eleven officers that were shot. You know, over half of them were shot because the bullets went through the cars. Yeah, and hit them. And well, people don't realize that. That's why they train you to hide behind the engine block, right. not the rest of the car. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is, though, you do lose a lot of velocities going through panels and whatever. And it can also alter the path of the bullet a lot. So it's like, I mean, if I'd rather be you got, I'd rather be hiding behind a car than nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, the person who flings their door out and says, you know, I have cover. And then you see sparks go off the door. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Stop it. No, that ain't going to fly. No. Um, you. <laughs> Just like holding Swiss cheese in front of you. Come on, shoot the <laughs> hole. You know, make a new one. Um, what would y'all consider your your favorite part of the movie? 
I mean, that gun scene was definitely one of them, just because seeing a lever rifle is always going to be a top thing for me. I grew up on Westerns. But I think seeing Bonnie walk up and kind of double tap the officer was probably one of my favorites. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's something that a lot of people don't realize. We're going to be cutting cash from the podcast. (laughs) He doesn't walk the blue line, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I mean, it, it was just for the fact that so many people would have just risked being shot because the dude's not dead yet. And then to see somebody actually kill somebody, it's like, oh, they're smart enough to make sure it's not going to come back and haunt them. And I mean, and that's something that a lot of people would have just written off or something. So to actually see it, I was like, that's a cool thing to see. Man, favorite part. That's the thing. Like, I don't say, I don't know if there was an iconic part. I don't know. The, and I that, mean, don't get wrong. I mean, the, the Woody, shooting at the end, you want it to be as accurate and as on point in the whole nine yards. I get all that. You know, the uh, telling of the story of how he got the name Poncho and everything when he first met Frank. Yeah. That story. I mean, that was like a seven up. minute story. <laughs> I like that. I, I think I like. I think I like the sequence of them um, diagnosing the scene after she yes. pumps the cop in the head. Right. And messing with the FBI agents. He picks up one of the shells. You still got two? Yeah, really. <laughs> you know. He grabs the bottle and he goes, check the damn fence line. Yeah, check the fence line. line. I think <laughs> them, that scene and any other scene where they're dealing with the FBI agents, yeah, that was like my, yeah. Yeah. that's kind of my favorite thing. You know, I, and I think you could figure that out just from my taste. We bring up True Detective again. Anytime they're just talking mad shit to anybody, yeah. I'm just like, that's my favorite stuff. Yeah. Well, but and you keep bringing up True Detective, but part of me was like, I kind of want McConaughey instead of Costner. I mean, Costner did just fine. He did just fine. He it did. was nothing. It was just part of the chemistry that him and Woody already have. I was like, man. I was concerned the very first sequence we see Costner with that belly hanging out of that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, nah. But then they play on it the rest of the movie. How he's uh, seeing him chase the kid and try to hop over the fence and yeah. everything. I thought <laughs> yeah. you had my back. And that was Costner running too. And that's the one thing I'm happy yeah. it wasn't a, like a double because you could see his slow ass moving. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, it wasn't like a Liam Neeson trying to chase anybody. Best line, the best comedy of the whole thing like that was Costner's on that fence right there. Yeah. Harold's going to go in and goes, if you're one more block, you're caught him. He goes, one more block, we've been dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because they were both wheezing oh, right yeah. there, you know. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then the FBI comes up and everything. He's just like, <gasps> why didn't you stop? You were at the, came all the way to the house. Well, because you look like, you moved like you're 85. And later on, it'd be like, you look like you're 75. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know, Costner did just fine. I had no issue with any of the acting, any of the stuff in it. I was totally fine with it. All the way down to the kid he's running, you know, after. Yeah. The super opie looking kid, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I was like, all of them, everybody does a good job. It was. Good scene is uh, Clyde's dad at the yes. mechanic shop. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's like, so, yeah, he wasn't born bad, you know. He's, that guy. He's in everything. Another guy. Oh yeah. That I'm waiting to see trending on Twitter. Another character actor dies. You know what I mean? Because you get all these guys every once in a while. They're like, "Who?" And then you show a picture of him, and you're like, "You realize he's been? Oh my god, he's been in a hundred movies. I like. You know, that dude wasn't always just a character actor either. You know, he used to be like a main villain and things like that. You know, so it's like to see him in that, and it's just like once again another side character that they nailed and did a great job. Dude, I can think of so many movies. Like he was in the 
Tales from the Crypt movies back in the day. Man, he was Tales in of Freaks. The he was the bad guy from Everything But Shoes Company. You're talking about movies that were 20 years old, and I remember exactly who he was in the stuff. And he looks almost identical to what he did back then. I mean, the guy is just spot on. I, I, you can, people hate on the Tales of the Crypt movies. Demon Knight. Yeah. I love those movies. Fantastic. They are silly and doofy. But, dude, when, so when they first show him in the car... And filter comes on. Hey man, nice shot. I'm oh, like, yeah. this is awesome. Yes. You know, I'm just like, fuck yeah, I'll take all this all day. <laughs> and he's great. He looks old in Demon Knight. Yeah, and that was and well over 20 years ago. He don't look any different other than he's gained some weight in this. Yeah. I was like, dude, this guy's aged forever. But he's a rock. He's a music rock star character actor. I yeah. Mean, and the funny thing is, he could carry a movie too. You know, it just it's one of those things. Um, Him and Jada Pinkett Smith, who were in the same movie, didn't age from this point to then. <laughs> yeah, she still hasn't aged. She still looks like she's yeah. 20 years old. All right, so we talked about your favorite parts. Was there any part of the movie you were like, eh, I wish they had done better, or it was a misfire? I can't think of anything that no. was just like... I'm going to tell you, I struggled with the part where they did the whole dirt chase and then completely gone out of sight once they stopped. To me, I think if you're creating that kind of dirt in that kind of environment... Even when they stopped and waited 30 seconds, I think you could hop up on that car and you would see some kind of trail in one direction. It's, that, that was just my thought. And I said, that's a minute detail. What, what I wish they would have done is just shown Bonnie and Clyde's car just over that edge in the grassy area. Not gone, but hidden in the tall weeds and the trees over there. To where it makes sense that the dust settles and you can't find them. Not that they're actually far enough out of view. or Right. Because the car doesn't go that fast. Exactly. There wasn't enough time no, of them I, stopping and letting the dust clear for them to look around and say, in a completely flat, Kansas-style looking field, that you can't find that car considering they're going 45, 50, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So to me, that was a small detail that I was like, oh, you know what I mean? I was actually surprised. Remember, they fire a gun at each other. You know, when they pass each other, I think mm-hmm. both cars fire at each other. I was waiting for when the dust settled that uh, Woody would have a bullet in him. Uh, you know. Oh, another great line. And he goes, how many bullets you got in you? About 16. <laughs> I ain't got none. I was covering your ass. You yeah. know, I mean. <laughs> Maybe as a doctor, look at you. Maybe you should have a doctor look at you. <laughs> I don't have any lead in me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that was good. I mean, I love they make fun of his age. You know, he's like, you just took a leak. Yeah, you know, I got to go see the toilet and all that stuff. Yeah. Prostate I loved, issues. I love the little fight scene in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, and he turns and he's peeing on him and then still gets the best up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought that was good. How I mean, dare you try to rob a man while he's in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of you know, Sin City style, oh, shoving yeah. a face in the toilet. It was like, the, with the water the was so oh, dirty. Yeah. floater in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there, there was, I can't think of anything that just stood out that I was like, meh. No, there wasn't. There really wasn't. I mean, for a two hour, what, two hour, 10 minute movie that said or so long, I was, was never bored. I was never like, get to it, get to it. Cause it, was it was just so smooth times. and consistent all the way through. You know, at about an hour point, there was a big he- there was a big situation where they were with Bonnie against Bonnie and Clyde. And then 30 minutes left, there was another situation where they were on Bonnie and Clyde's tail. So there were several times I was like, oh my God, are they going to do that part early? We're going to have a whole different ending of the movie or something? So they really kind of kept you tangled in that. How about continually showing the guy with a scar on the back of his head? building you to this moment where there's going to be a 
a gunfight with him and whoever. Right. To yeah. that to him just being the guy who sets up, you Bonnie, know, yeah, Bonnie, and Clyde. Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. I mean, and you don't even see him. You don't see the conversation. You don't see nothing. Just his dad says, my son got away. You know, he agreed to it. Right. You know, I mean, it's just like another great actor, the dad. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And then I loved when uh, they went, they met with the Louisiana sheriff, the parish sheriff and his deputy, and he's like, here's a contribution Shit. from the family and this. Yeah. Because oh, you, know, you really think he's going to be on the Sticks that pitchfork <laughs> in the thing. I was like, God. <laughs> He goes, you're the right kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's bad job. <laughs> I mean, that's right. That's the part where only Woody Harrelson could do that part and sell it like that, and just you absolutely love it. You know what yep. I'm saying? That's where his character is just perfect. You know what I mean? So, I think overall, it, it was just a phenomenal movie to me. Like I said, I, I I appreciate the what happened to Monday. I think that was a phenomenal movie. Um, I have a few that are above this still, and it may be only because of my taste in movies, like. I absolutely love the ritual. Like, there's some Netflix movies that I adore. Okay. So it's it's hard for me to put something above it that doesn't fall into necessarily my movie taste. Understandable. Totally understandable. So if you're well, if you in, want to look at a historically accurate movie or something that's on a historic moment in time, and if this is a movie, no, name something great. that comes close to comparing it. You know what I mean? So, no, it's great. Um, the other part here is is that. What I also really appreciated was I loved how they showed the original people and then put the cast member's name behind their picture as the credits went by. Did y'all see that at the mm-hmm. end? Yeah, and they did a really good job casting Costner with his guy. <laughs> they even have the like same him. like kind of turkey neck and you know weathered skin look. Yeah. Woody Harrelson looked nothing like his no, guy. Nothing. Um, but I actually, after the movie ended, I Googled all the Bonnie and Clyde photos just to look at them and yeah. stuff. Um well, I mean, the thing that I didn't realize was without Bonnie and Clyde, we probably don't have Texas Rangers anymore. Yeah, that was that was something I didn't know that they were disbanded and brought back purely yeah. because of this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's and like to think that Grandma was the governor back then. When you see her picture, like you're like, that okay. she was the governor. Yeah, it one hundred thousand percent surprises me that there was a female governor in, that in era. Texas at that time. In Texas, especially yeah. in that era. There was a female governor. Now, right. I am just 100% politically ignorant about this stuff. But that seems well before the era of like women's rights and yeah, I don't suffrage know. and all that stuff. I'm just like, how was that ever possible? I don't know. That's, I mean, it wasn't I mean amazing. Me yeah. I mean, yeah, the I problem mean, with it, it was just surprising. No, it just floored me. That, that that's was something you think you real. learned in school and everything. Like, that's a monumental moment. I just had no idea. <laughs> For the largest state of the 48, you know, it's amazing. And the Southern, I mean, yeah. that. And what was this, 37? Yeah, this was the late 30s. 1937, 38, something like that. And I'm just like, dude, the women's like feminist movement was in like the 60s? Yeah. You know, like 50s, the, 60s? This is somebody we should have been rallying around. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this chick was a badass. Yeah. Well yeah. before. You know, you can't say we can't do the job when this chick was doing it in Texas. Yeah, yeah and took down the Rangers. Like that's how that's what yeah, she, she ran on. them and then got put them back. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I was just surprised. I mean, I learned something. That's what I'll say. Good on the movie for yeah. teaching me something. And yeah. to learn it in something that has been covered, like we've said already, in four or five different movies. 
Right. And the and, History Channel did one of the best ones I'd ever seen. And they show the original picture of her. She was a wilder looking character in real life. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they toned her down a bit oh, yeah. with Kathy no, Bates. Kathy Bates made her look good. Yeah. I was just like, this chick looked wild. Yeah. I mean, she, she's so, a hard looking woman. Yeah. There's no doubt. Um, you know, when I was looking at all the photos and details and stuff like that, I, I didn't I didn't realize it. But when they brought that car, when, how about them dragging the car through the town with their bodies in it? You know, the people in like storming it and wanting to touch her and, you know, the bodies. And that so, Did that not remind you of uh, Black Hawk Down? Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, that yeah, really storming, did. Yeah, it was kind of... The fact that bothered me like it did, because some of it, remember the girl was like grabbing her head and like yeah. jerking Jerking her around. Well, and, and Clyde, like he was getting smashed up and down like, no, come back to life. I yeah. mean, I realized, I guess she was trying to pull her hair. Yeah. So they could, like for keepsakes and yeah. stuff, and I was just like, "Man, that's eerie business yeah. right there." So you know, one, the most iconic pictures of Bonnie and Clyde are of the car. You mm-hmm. know, people, you, you yeah, them, the them laying on each other right. in the car. But, but the the car, and if you know the pictures, like one of the doors has like sixty bullet holes, and yeah. bottom are all very focused in one little area. The windshield's peppered up. But when they brought the car through town, there was no bullet holes in the doors. It was only in the glass and stuff like that. I went back and watched the actual gun scene. The doors were getting shot oh, up. Oh, yeah, the doors they were, were... The doors had been replaced. It's like, so it was the original car again, and then you had the dummy car that got shot to pieces. Does that make sense? Yeah, so they just had to wreck the glass, not the, right, right, the right, car. Right. So Because I was kind of like, I'm confused, because I remember seeing that door get shot to pieces. Now that's yes. the iconic door. Is the fact that all on that body line right below the window is basically bullet holes? Oh, it's just yeah, it's not even Swiss cheese. It's just holes. Yeah. So um, my thing was too was like, how is that car not saved? It's gone. Yeah, it hasn't put any people. Have, or people have done reproductions of it, like same car. Yeah, mm-hmm. Makes you wonder where did that car end up? Where did it go? Yeah, who has it? Some some somebody's got it hidden somewhere. Frank took it. No, I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything like linking to it or something like that. I, I, if they, I think they may have crushed it and been done with it. Maybe so. Which would be a, so a crazy to me. A travesty, man. If anybody knows, send us a photo. Yeah, or really, anywhere we'd love can to see that. that. Once again, could be totally ignorant on this, but yeah. I'm just like. It's probably in some museum in Chicago. We're like, ah. But <laughs> surely, at some point, would have come across. Yeah. The you know, car that Bonnie and Clyde died in. Or a TV show that, that shows it. Or freaking Jay Leno bought it or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, like, you have to admit, that's a true one-off car with one of the most iconic things in history. It would be invaluable. Yeah, yeah. there is no sticker price for yeah, exactly. it. Exactly. It's whatever somebody's willing to pay. Um, yeah, that would be, okay. I mean, like, well, how, about, how about the guns that Bonnie and Clyde had? I mean, that, that Thompson guns they have. I mean, I would love to know where those items are. You know? Well, and see. they were making their own clips so that they could do the quick reloads and everything. Yeah, it's just there was so much about yeah, it. Yeah, the fact that he had a bar with a Dude. welded clip to get flip just do for forty rounds. Down. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. That's a cool detail. Thing is, never got to see him use it. No, nope. Yeah, you could see the girl use a lot of it, but yeah, they don't even like, show Clyde do much killing. I mean, you see him stepping out. The weird thing was showing him play the saxophone on the side of the road. That day. I was like, I had no clue that was yeah, a real thing. I mean, Cool Might shot not be too, man. Cool shot. Yeah. Plenty of cool shots, but just but surprised then, me again. Like the other thing that floored me, she had twenty thousand people come to her funeral. Like, hey, imagine twenty thousand people at your funeral. I don't know twenty thousand people. But and, remember, they talked about like. Remember they, when he gets up, he's like, "Bonnie Parker, right?" No, that's the tenth one I've seen in the last yeah. hour. <laughs> they were of, dressing like her. They wanted to be her, you know. Absolutely, outlaw. 
But I mean, it's like in that time to get 20,000 people to come out. And then he still had 15,000 go to yeah. his. Yeah. Traveling wasn't easy. Like, I mean, we've been talking about that this entire yeah. podcast. It's just, it's, it's just boring. crazy. I mean, that's just, they were the, they were the, the biggest celebrities there was. I mean, at the time. I mean. And it was all done it by newspaper. And I mean, like, it just puts things in perspective. Well, radio. And radio. And radio. Yeah, that's they, true. they have what? Several. We, you know, we break this broadcast of, you know, da 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 Bonnie and Clyde have killed another yeah. sheriff. Another and person we didn't think about, Kim Dickens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even She's not part. long on the screen, but she did great too. Oh, yeah. And, like, that was the other crazy thing you were saying. Oh, yes, yeah, the 10th one I've seen. The public knew what they looked like, but the police didn't. Because they had to have a guy spot who Bonnie and Clyde were. And, okay, that's one thing that... Kind of stuck out to me the the, the binocular binocular sequence. Like, I was like, I'm looking through these same binoculars as you, dude. I can't see shit. That could <laughs> be a big driving car. That windshield a- <laughs> is less than a foot tall. Oh, that, it had a glare across it. Yeah. You see if there was a person in there besides the driver. Yeah, yeah. Like, yep, that's them. You know. Those silhouettes are them. <laughs> yeah, that was. was you're right. Okay. That yeah. was silly. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it was just like the fact that we they were essentially hunting ghosts. They should have just waited again when he they pull up and stop. Yeah. Then like nudge him and be like, is that them? Like, that's them. Well, they wouldn't have even needed him because anybody, no one else was going to stop for the that's third like, guy's dad. You get out. Oh, that's them? No, it's not them. Okay. Y'all going by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're just going. <laughs> I stuck I, him up. I sold myself. Oh, God. I just shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. Good I, flick. Definitely watch awesome. it. I highly, I highly recommend it. it. I highly, highly recommend it. No doubt. No doubt. Guys, if y'all have a different opinion or some other recommendations, let us know. You can always catch us at Bleed TV Podcast, which is on Facebook, on Twitter. Uh, we have Bleed TV Podcast. Gmail. You know, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you guys. But other than that, I think we're going to call it a night. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. We'll see y'all next time. Baby, you can go